1: The Dateable podcast features real stories from real people of how they make modern dating work, or not. I'm your host, Yue, former dating coach turned dating insider, if you will. On each episode, you'll hear commentary from my producer, Julie Kraftchik, and other surprise co-hosts. This episode of Dateable is brought to you by 500 Brunches, Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Dateable, a show all about modern dating. You know, we often encourage you guys to think outside the box when it comes to (laughs) finding the love of your life. So in addition to doing online dating or going to these events and going to bars and clubs, have you ever thought about, hmm, what's like the most creative way I can do this? Thinking outside the box, using all my resources, and making a splash let's say, you know, on how to find the love of your life. Well, our guest today is definitely doing that. His name is Ricky Chatra. He is 33 years old, uh, originally from India. He's been in the Bay Area for three years and he is single, but he is offering $10,000 to the person who will introduce him to his future wife or long-term girlfriend.
0: And that's why we had him on the show, so we can make ten thousand dollars. Yes,
1: <laughs> yes.
2: Alterior motives revealed. Now. Because yeah. now
1: Julie and I can reach thousands of people for you know, Our chances of getting this—we will, though, <laughs> <laughs> And that is how we are funding Dateable, By the
2: way, so have in case you were noticed, wondering, okay. in case you were wondering, I did not know.
1: <laughs> but Ricky that. is looking for someone, and I love to use these two words specifically: someone exceptional or fascinating. Mm. That's right. Or and, right? Exceptional and fascinating, possibly.
3: I, they have to be both together. I think it's oh, hard, together. To be hard to be one without the other.
1: Oh, that's true. Yeah, if you're exceptional, you're probably f- fucking fascinating. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> First of all, Okay, you're 33 years old. Give us a a quick background of your relationship history.
3: I was in a 10-year-long relationship Uh that ended in December 2016, so about a year and a half ago. Okay. The end of that that relationship has allowed me a lot of time for contemplation and understanding why that relationship failed. It was something I prized quite deeply, and I don't want to go through that heartbreaking process Mm. ever again, Mm -hmm. not just for me, but for the other person to have our lives so built together and then completely shatter away. This is not something to be taken lightly. You only find the person that you're going to be with one time and then you make it work with them for the long haul. And that's motivated me a lot to do things outside the box, as you were saying.
1: How does a 10-year relationship fail?
3: Long story short, I wasn't the best boyfriend, but it always takes two to tango. Mm. I did things that I should not have done and... Our relationship became increasingly toxic. We started off with a flying start, I would say, but we were both in early 20s, not really knowing Mm -hmm. who we are as people. And as time grew on, we learned more about ourselves and about each other. Mm
2: -hmm. And
3: it became clear that we were meant to be apart and separately.
1: A Mm 10-year relationship basically is a marriage. That's pretty uh, that's, much what it is. I would agree with you. You're almost like a divorced man at this point. I have the same. <laughs> without the, legal, the, without the legal
2: implications.
3: I have the empathy for divorced people now. I can mm-hmm. see where what they went through. We also adopted a dog oh, a few wow. years ago. She's the love of my life, and my ex-girlfriend has her now. It breaks my heart every time I think about her or see her on Instagram.
1: But you're still a romantic at heart. You are super
3: romantic. (laughs) This is something nobody can take away from me. This is in my spirit, in my bones.
1: So when this relationship ended a year and a half ago or so, what did you do to get back into the dating scene?
3: I did nothing to get back into the dating scene. Okay. I don't think dating is something I need to, I want to get good at, because that's not the end game. I'm Mm -hmm. the end game is to find yourself in a good relationship. Mm. I noticed how dating is hard in San Francisco. There are millions of blogs about it, but everybody I speak with, they're complaining about how hard it is to meet people and to find the right person. Mm -hmm. Everybody has their own personalities and quirks and nobody trying to get along with with other people. There are all these apps and people our age and the most creative people in our workforce are spending hundreds of hours thousands of dollars every year, every month, Mm. going on dates and still frustrated that they're not finding any success. So I figured I'll design my own process Mm. and circumvent the whole thing because I really don't want to get good at dating. I would much rather utilize that time for my own creative pursuits and endeavors that I have put aside to level myself up as a human being and find myself the partner that
1: I deserve. Mm. Uh, I need to take a step back. (laughs) Everybody just (laughs) marinate on that for a sec. Ricky's saying, my end game here is to not get good at dating, but Mm -hmm. to find Mm -hmm. my partner in life. That's right. Those are two very different things. And what we always hear from our guests on this podcast is that people are getting really good at dating. 100%. If you go, it's that 10,000 hour rule, right? Mm -hmm. If you go on date after date, you practice, you get really freaking good at it.
3: And... That's If that's what somebody wants to build their life around, all the power to them, but it's just not my interest. Mm -hmm. I would rather use that time, like I said, to level up.
1: So instead of spending the time swiping and Mm -hmm. liking and harding and blah, 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 you're using that time to better yourself. Yes. And then spending... $10,000 to almost shortcut that whole process to find someone who may be. Oh, because you probably would spend a lot more than $10,000.
3: 100%.
1: How did you come up with the $10,000? That's uh, (laughs)
3: Interesting price point. Grew up in India.
1: Uh
3: I have family in India. I recently went to a wedding. A cousin of mine had found her husband through a professional matchmaker. So I came back here thinking that I should just crowdsource this problem.
2: Mm-hmm. And
3: what would you give to find the love of your life? $10,000 is nothing. I would give away my everything.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I want to find the person who is going to make me sing and dance with joy every day. What is is $10,000 a big deal for that?
1: Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Yeah. it's. Um, I find this really funny because when we first heard about what yes. you were doing, a few people have tried this before. Oh, really? and it's Yeah. And <laughs> in, in the US, in this mm-hmm. culture, it's mm-hmm. very strange to be like, you're willing to pay this much money for a referral fee yeah. to yeah. find the love of your life. But if you step back, it's the same thing as finding a matchmaker mm-hmm. or a professional coach or whatever. Right. And in a lot of Asian cultures, you pay the person... Who matched you with your? It, they're not professional matchmakers. It could right. be a friend or a family friend, yes. but you you do pay them. Interesting. Yeah, okay. After I they match you that. with your future wife or husband. So if we were friends
0: in Asia and I match you, you would just give me $10,000? I would give you,
1: it would be pre negotiated. <laughs> it would be pre negotiated. And you could say, UA, if I find your future husband, I want a Chanel purse. Okay, fine. Got it. That's our re- agreement. Mm, we should bring this into the US.
3: <laughs> it's a little present, if anything. And a sham
1: US. Done. More Find f- me, my man. <laughs> so, more
3: frequently than not, I've gotten the feedback that, that don't do it. You're going to attract all kinds of wrong attention and wrong oh, people. Oh, yeah. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Almost unanimously, including even my mother, is not particularly on my side with my doing what I'm doing. And I want to let those people know that I'm listening to your feedback and in thorough consideration of (laughs) what you have uh, inspired me to do, I've decided to increase my award to 25,000. What? Effective immediately.
0: (laughs) Is this
1: this news right now? (laughs) This This is is breaking breaking news. news. Oh my gosh. 25000 dollars Oh. Dateable listeners. Did you hear that? Yeah, that is about eight Chanel purses right there. I, I believe. So basically, if Julie had this agreement with me for Chanel purse and this agreement with you for 25000 dollars and we start dating Ricky, then she is banking it. She is just like, I am. she I am. is, this is a the winner secret. Is the picture <laughs> of
0: the two <laughs> you, people you <laughs> have to deal with. Exactly. This <laughs> is the loophole.
1: But don't match them until you get that deal secure. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just want to paint the picture for our listeners because. Because in addition to the $25,000 reward, which is really the hook here, it comes with this entire website that exposes who you are. 100%. And it's very opposite of social media. And I, when I looked at your blogs, I thought, wow, this is something that most people would never put out there mm-hmm. because you do have a whole section called secrets. That's right. And it's your secrets. Some that of the most I intimate have, details of your life.
3: I have no secrets left.
1: No secrets left. And you know, if you think about it, you know, you can like connect your Instagram on Tinder and all that. So people stalk each other through social media. Mm -hmm. On social media, we're putting out our most prized Mm -hmm. moments in life. Yes, We look happy, attractive all the time.
3: We are projecting an image. So the person you will find will fall into that trap of falling in love with your image that you're projecting, but that's not the real you. I've shared all kinds of personal stories on my blog, The Fallible Heart, I have no secret. Mm -hmm. And not many people can claim that. It required for me to muster up a lot of courage and strength to be so fearless and open about my life. I cannot be full full of fear and ego and still ask to be loved by an exceptional person.
1: So your tactic, what I'm hearing which makes it so interesting for people to even think about mm-hmm. is that you're putting yourself out there, the yes. good, the bad, the ugly.
2: 100%. And if
1: someone reads your entire website yes. and knows who you are and still wants to meet you, yes. they've already gone <laughs> through like five dates, they've right? Gone
3: through, <laughs> they've gone through, I would say, not just five dates. They've gone through maybe a few years of living together.
0: Ah. Interesting. Well, I think we've said it before, too, on online dating profiles. Sometimes yes. the more specific you get, you can potentially lose out people. That's right. But the benefit is you could really, like, You rein really want in to find that.
3: that one person. Exactly. You want to yeah. lose and put aside every, everybody who's not on the same page.
1: So anybody who keeps saying dating is a numbers yeah, I game, say that. Yeah. let's think about this for a sec. Is your end goal to get to date as many people as possible, or is your end goal to find that one person That's right. for a long time? Yep, it might be a numbers game if it's dating as many people as exactly. possible. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But yours is not a numbers game. You're like, I don't need to be dating thousands of women to find that one needle in a haystack. I don't have the
3: time for it. I dance almost every single day. I spend a lot of time working on my blog. Mm-hmm. I'm... Also leveling up at work, I recently became manager and have done some remarkable things recently that got me to where I'm at. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to go through just the emotional ups and downs of going on bad dates and losing losing all the time and energy, having to judge people based on all kinds of factors Mm -hmm. and having them judge me and all kinds of awkwardness and shyness happens in, in dating that... Is not healthy for anybody
1: let's just assume you're speaking to the future love of your life right now and Mm -hmm. she's saying that all sounds great i read your entire blog (laughs) i accept you for who you are i want to embrace you for who you are now my question is how would you make time for a relationship if you are not making time to date how are you going to make time for me
3: i think these kind of things naturally fall into their place once the rubber hits the road. The first thing is to find the person who's on the same page.
0: So I have a question for you
3: because you yes. kind of brought
0: this up. But one thing is like, yeah, like we definitely have the same reaction too. It's like, oh, this is super interesting, but it's very public. Mm-hmm. And like you said, like your mom and other people are like, what are you doing? I guess what, like in your opinion, why is going public not a bad thing?
3: I reflected on my own life. I'm looking for somebody extraordinary.
2: Mm-hmm. Right?
3: In In particular, I'm looking for somebody who has... My kind of character. Then, what defines my character? I'm very loving. I'm very stylish, and I'm extraordinarily brave. And I can give you examples of all those things why I define myself in those in those buckets. Where would where will I go to find such a person? Therefore, I thought it's important for me to look very wide and deep mm-hmm. to find a person whose heart is made of gold. She's daring and romantic and wants to be loved and is super loving. This is not a typical person. I'm dealing with a problem of finding a needle in a haystack.
0: Do you have a list of like what you're looking for in a partner? I know you've said yes. like big heart and mm-hmm. stylish and all that but do you have like more criteria of someone you're looking for? Or I guess superficial criteria. Is that listed somewhere?
3: Criteria? Well I, I don't have any particular restrictions on, on anything else. Yeah. Where do I draw the line? For example if I yeah. told you she has to be between 25 and 35 but what if you find somebody who's 24 or 36? Yeah. Then you know I I don't like to respect those arbitrary lines, but of course, the further you get away from from this kind of a range, the harder it becomes to find compatibility. But I want to keep an open mind. There's the only hard requirement is the match of character.
1: And that's what I really mm-hmm. appreciate, yes. what you're doing, your method, because we have some matchmaker friends who yeah. say, the more a client pays, the more criteria they put into okay. what they're looking for. And <laughs> a lot of it's superficial. <laughs> a shot. lot of it yeah. is she needs to have 34 double D's and oh, wow. five seven that's and you know, under 30 years old. So that people feel like in this Amazon culture, that we are yes. in right now people feel like if I just pay the money yeah. I can get exactly what I'm looking for so mm-hmm. you're not doing that because what you're doing is it's almost like a vibe you're putting out an energy I'm looking for someone to match this vibe that's right that I'm putting out there and it has nothing to do with age gender race I mean oh, gender, gender
2: yes <laughs> <laughs> you like I can't go that not that
0: open yet. <laughs> You <laughs> have to be a human and a, <laughs> a female human. Yes.
1: Okay, but that's but it. Race, yeah. like looks, like age, all, all that. You're open mm-hmm. to it all. Which is great. You're being you're opening yourself up to the universe. So you're just taking this old-fashioned approach of the setup. Yeah. That's basically what
0: you're
3: looking for.
2: But, but right. crowdsource.
0: Crowdsource yeah. setup. It Not doesn't even have set the just people you know. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: My hope is that through my network, through great people like you and through this commendable podcast of yours. I love the, it. <laughs> the word will spread. People will know who I am, and and I will find someone. Mm. It's, it's as simple. And I'm not in a hurry. I'm very happy. I'm at a very... Are you on
1: a timeline at all?
3: No, no, not at all. Okay. I'll give you a couple of examples where I've learned to be patient and persistent and mm-hmm. still be passionate about what I'm doing. A friend of mine also, he started dancing and thinking that he will meet his girlfriend there. This is basically what I did also.
2: Mm.
3: He kept dancing for eight years, became a salsa teacher, and then found the love of his life, a student of his, in his dance class. Mm. It took him eight years. My mom's cousin was single for most of his life and just recently got married at the age of 42. It it can take forever when I'm on a journey Mm -hmm. in life. Similarly, the girlfriend I will find is on a journey and it's just... Some day or the other, our paths will cross and our minds minds will meet, and there will be an understanding that
2: mm-hmm.
3: we are meant to be together. We should carry forth our promise together and do fulfill our purpose. We have the same character and the same interested interest in being strong-minded and being committed to being the role model of a relationship.
1: Mm. So, have you gotten any referrals?
3: Just a couple of pranks, unfortunately. Oh. So, uh, pranks, Yes.
1: When did you start this?
3: Uh, end of April.
1: Oh, so not for that long. Yeah. And you've gotten a few responses. But what do you mean by pranks?
3: people really not taking the time to read and understand who i am mm-hmm. and referring people referring others based on i think just their own self interest not it. really they seeing, want the reward I, <laughs> I don't know what it was but fortunately there were only a couple of pranks okay
0: so hypothetically yeah. though let's say i do find someone that I mm-hmm. think is a great match or someone's listening. Yes. Like, what's the process? How do, how do they get filtered to you? Yeah, like, will and you what wanted... are the stipulations? Yeah, all like, that. how do you decide, like, that's okay to go on a date with this person?
3: Most people haven't put themselves out there like I have, so I will have to go and learn who they are. Maybe they are compatible. Maybe they will not like me when they see me in person, see how I live and go about my day. Perhaps none of that works worked with them. There still has to be that kind of a dating process. When, right. But naturally, the essential things will have been taken care of ahead of time so we're only dealing with logistics and real life encounter at that point where and i'm not in a hurry Mm -hmm. so we have a lot of time to really come to understand each other that are are we the one for each other or not
1: but what's the filtering process in the very very beginning before you even meet her what is if i were to nominate someone Mm -hmm. what what are you reading for
3: you you should ask yourself, is this person extraordinarily loving, extraordinarily stylish, extraordinarily confident? And then then you should ask her, is this the kind of person you're looking for? I do think there is somebody out there who's looking for someone like me. Mm. I've known that since childhood. In fact I got you got you something here to show you. Oh, this is very fragile, so be very careful. Maybe you want to describe to your listeners what you're seeing. The first thing you notice is that this is fifteen years old. I've handed From two
1: thousand and three.
3: Yeah. And there are a bunch of sketches here that I made just one fine day. And one of the sketches here is is subtitled My Beloved One.
0: What are some of these other sketches?
3: There are people from my life and Okay. So there's this was,
0: mystery person that's yeah, on your list
3: of sketches that's waiting. I I've known that there is somebody like that hmm forever I don't know how did it get put in my head but yeah. it's there and it just doesn't go away
1: Respect arguably it. you did find that person for 10 years too
3: I thought I did but mm-hmm. unfortunately that turned out to be a smokescreen the real person may be out there somewhere else
1: okay mm-hmm. I want to go through this process again because Julie kept talking about like how do you filter for them what's the next step we send in a nomination you read it through and you're like this girl sounds like she could be pretty awesome what do you do next
3: if somebody's interested in meeting with me and, and sees that there is potential, then I'll just go meet her. Okay.
1: So no, like, calling them to screen them.
0: You just go meet them. Yeah. Okay. So you're basically, before you're saying, I don't have time to date, like, the traditional sense of, like, dating apps and all that. Right. However, if I get someone that, like, has looked through my website, they you're get right. me, yeah. I feel like they are the, like... Was it loving, will, courageous, what stylish, is, stylish? Yes. those are the three? That's right. So if they fit those criteria, I'm making it a priority. I'm if going they out.
3: are looking for someone like me, then there is no question that they should come meet me. Yep. Right? Mm, interesting. They have and to be looking for someone like me. Interesting,
0: because everyone. we always hear people say, this is what I'm looking for, not yeah. like I want someone that's looking for someone like, like me. me.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, it's interesting. It's kind of flipped. And then what do you do? So I feel like they're, you're spending a lot of time filtering through. I mean, once this airs, this episode, you're going to get like thousands of submissions. I, <laughs> I hope so. But I, I wouldn't count And you're going to have it, to filter through all of that. That takes time too
3: we will let's see if we get to that problem We'll okay. cross that bridge but
1: but you're saying
3: you're
0: self-selecting the filtering because in theory the they go to the way like even if a thousand people listen to this and are like
2: okay
3: i,
0: I want to meet ricky they go to your website and that might filter yeah. more out
3: all these things they they can go to my blog and when they read who i am who i was they might not be interested right for yeah. example i've written it written on my blog that one time i was unfaithful to my girlfriend mm-hmm. it broke her heart and i learned my lesson not to do that again
2: mm-hmm. how
3: many people can be so open about their life yeah right not everybody wants to date someone like me so
1: but that twenty-five thousand dollars looks really good to joe it's Schmo not, next uh, door <laughs> it's,
3: but it's not for the for that for my girl my future girlfriend it's, yeah. it's for the person who's referring right.
0: But there's some the, stipulation, right? Like it, you yeah. have to be with someone for a certain amount of time. Yeah, right. this, what yeah. Are the It's
3: not just a referral fee for a one-time right. date. Oh it's, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I, I now uh, there's a page for terms and conditions in which I stated that we have to be together for at least almost four years, okay. or or get get married. Okay. So that's when you earn that twenty five thousand. Okay.
1: But what I'm saying is, it's so easy to submit still. Mm -hmm. And someone could just easily not even read about who you are and just submit their sister, who happens to be single. And once you get more media attention, you're just going to get more of these submissions. I will
3: maybe hire somebody to submit. Yeah, I was going to say, (laughs)
2: test you after that. I'll (laughs) source
1: (laughs) it.
0: Personal (laughs) assistant. That's
3: right. Uh, My mother has plenty of spare time. (laughs) She'll be she'll be on board. puts on me enormous amount of pressure. Sometimes I love her dearly. She's the love of my life. But I think this will be a perfect job for her.
2: Mm. (laughs) Who knows you better?
3: (laughs) My mother has read all my secrets. My relationship with my mother is perfect. Wow. She she loves me wholeheartedly. Mm. She told me after reading some of my posts that don't worry about it. Happens to the best of us. Wow! This is the kind of kind-hearted soul that I was raised by. Mm-hmm. Not only that, she's and, extraordinarily oh, beautiful,
2: yeah.
0: oh. and
3: stylish, <laughs> and loving. The only problem, she's your mom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you just recreate
2: yeah. her. <laughs> I, uh, <yeah. laughs>
1: what, what would happen if? Let's say you just, okay, what happened if tomorrow you walked down the street and met the love of your life at a cafe?
3: How am I going to know that she's the one? There's so many beautiful women in San Francisco. I,
1: maybe it's just a feeling. Maybe it's just a gut feeling.
3: I'm very optimistic and very interested in having that happen, but it hasn't yet happened. Uh-huh. If, if this is how people fall in love and you just know that this is the person and she knows it also, I will be so happy. I will start dancing. On the street, and you can look at my Facebook. We, there, there's a bunch of videos of me dancing on the streets. Even
2: <laughs> <laughs> you get get all, that all that dance stuff <laughs> into the, <yeah>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> But it has the, that kind of magic. Is, is something of the movies, and I'm open-minded. It can happen.
1: Since your breakup from the yes. ten-year relationship, have mm-hmm. you come close? to finding someone. It's time to take a quick break so we can tell you about the latest service we have been building over here at Dateable. We've created a platform to connect you with vetted experts from our network to help with everything from coaching with dating, therapy, dating profile reviews, and even ways to get real feedback about your dating style. The sessions typically run from 30 minutes to an hour and can all be done via Skype or Google Hangouts. So you can be anywhere. Listeners have been sharing how worthwhile their sessions have been with comments about how easy the coaches are to talk to, how they have provided a new perspective, and how they have created actionable ways to inspire change. To meet the coaches and book your session today, visit datablepodcast.com slash coaching. Now back to the show. Since your breakup from yes. the 10-year relationship, have mm-hmm. you come close to finding someone?
3: There are some people who do seem to fit my criteria, but... When I've tried to get close to them or, or just waded around, it, it hasn't seemed like they, they've reciprocated or understood. So I'm not sure. I wouldn't say that I have yet found this person. It may be somebody who I've already met and they just don't have, they're not confident that I'm the one for them. Mm-hmm. Perhaps it will take for them some moment of reflection and, and understanding that this is, Ricky's is the one that she's looking for.
1: I feel like you are such a multifaceted human being. I am. That one, I think I'm glad you're not doing online dating because it definitely (laughs) would not be good. It's not the right method for you. People wouldn't know who you are just through a profile.
3: It's it's impossible.
1: And two, I almost feel like for someone to develop feelings for you and to Mm -hmm. really get to know you, it takes so much time. That's it right. takes time to, to, to be with you and, and to get to know you.
3: And I ref- upon reflecting on my life, I saw that it's impossible for a sane person to not come to know me and really be interested and curious, mm-hmm. at least as a friend. Mm-hmm. I can give you a quick rundown of my story, right? I was 12 years old. My father died.
2: Mm-hmm. That
3: really shook me up, Right. My mother is a teacher. She makes only $200 a month in India,
2: mm-hmm.
3: right? That puts us in the lower middle class. When I came to America, I got full scholarship mm. and more than $60,000 of scholarship money, lots of awards. I worked all the way through college forty or 20, between 20 and 40 hours a week doing all kinds of things like busboying, working as a tutor or as a computer assistant, like fixing other people's computers. I graduated in three years and won the highest award in college. Mm -hmm. I had a publication as an undergrad. Then I got a PhD in engineering from Cornell. I went to work at IBM, and within 10 months, I won the IBM Eminence and Excellence Award. I came here to work at Lyft in a very competitive and hotly coveted job, Mm -hmm. which was data science. There, within a few months, I won the hackathon, the first ever hackathon I participated in. I started dancing 16 months ago, and now... I've become quite competent, and I'm already auditioning for teams.
0: So basically, whatever you set your mind to, you can do. Yeah.
3: <laughs> my blog, I started about a year ago. It has more than 1,000 page views every month and more than 3,000 just last month.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So I've, I know what I'm doing. I'm looking for somebody who wants to be with someone like me. I know who I, who that kind of a person will be. So my story is, is, is one of like a Bollywood movie. <laughs> <laughs>
2: When does, Ricky, the when does it rain? The <laughs> When <laughs> it rain? But there is,
3: the, the hero always sings and dances
1: in the rain. In the rain,
2: yeah. <laughs> <We're> always,
1: <laughs> always in the rain.
3: Wearing like white jeans or something.
1: Of course, and sandals. You're like, how does this work? And then you find your so soulmate with 25k <laughs> referral, and it's happy ending. Ta ta ta. So, out. I'm, I'm not planning
3: on having any children. It can happen. I'm open minded. But suppose I had children and grandchildren, my grandchildren will will be bragging about me, the, the entire schools. They will be mm-hmm. like, look at my grandfather, was such a badass.
1: Mm. <laughs> I want to say, though, I think for a lot of people listening, yeah. your story resonates with them. Because mm-hmm. I think San Francisco really attracts this sort of person who overcame adversity, who is now putting their personal lives as a priority to better themselves and to put their love lives as priority. Mm -hmm. But for some, for some reason, I mean, you had a 10 year relationship for a lot of people, their, uh, their personal lives were delayed. For some reason, you know, to their 30s or even 40s because they were focusing on school or work or overcoming adversity. (laughs) So all of a sudden they're like, "Okay, I'm financially stable. I'm at a good point in my life. I'm bettering myself. I'm ready to make love a priority. How do I do that? Most people would just put all their attention to online dating and say, if I just swipe like it's my full time job, maybe I'll (laughs) I'll find the one. But you're you're doing a completely different take on this, this making love a priority.
3: I have done, I've had to break all these patterns in order to be where I'm at. I wouldn't be sitting here if if I had just followed the crowd.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Like I was saying, I I was raised in, in circumstances that made it extremely improbable for me to be here. Mm-hmm. If it were not for the hard work and rejecting all kinds of authoritarian structures that really breaking the patterns to... Mm-hmm find my own truth, find my own strength. So this is one of the same things. I cannot do things the conventional way and expect to Mm -hmm. find somebody unconventional or extraordinary.
1: What are some of your faults?
3: I have so many.
1: Tell us some of them.
3: (laughs) I can be, I'm very sensitive. Mm. uh, So it's very easy for me to be bullied. Okay. I'm also learning to level up in how much I can focus so I tend to be sometimes not as productive as I can be just because I get distracted by miscellaneous things. I have a very poor memory for names in particular. <laughs> and it's very embarrassing sometimes to meet the same person three times and and I'm still confused what's going on. <laughs> I'm a completely fallible human being. That's why my blog is called The Fallible Heart. Mm-hmm. I've made mistakes. Mm-hmm. I've learned from mistakes. And this is my process. And that's why my future girlfriend has to has to know that i will be making mistakes in the yep. relationship she has to be one with a forgiving heart and that's the heart that i also carry it wasn't my idea i went through a lot of ups and downs in my 10 year long relationship but not even once the thought of breaking up ever crossed my mind zero times mm. it was the conversation was initiated by my ex girlfriend she had enough of me and wanted to 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 carry her life separately. Meanwhile, I was of the understanding that that we're going to make it work because the like I was saying, the option of breaking up wasn't even on the table for me. I never considered it even for one moment. Mm-hmm. That there's a, there's a life outside of her that's possible. But the moment she said that she wants to separate, two thoughts came to my mind successively. The first thought was life is giving me a gift. I should just take it and run with it. The second thought that came with my mind was, there's that very cute woman who I know, I should just ask her out. She <laughs> might be the one. I did ask her out. She Unfortunately, she had a boyfriend already. Mm-hmm. So I just read she, that
0: blog, by the way.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <for> <laughs>
0: <it>. <laughs> I think you are so positive, though,
1: which is like. I know. I think you're not fatigued yeah. by this whole thing at all. I mean,
0: I think I'd love to talk about takeaways. Like, I think one of the ones that I definitely had like, yeah. of this whole conversation is we had a guest, Amy Spencer, who wrote the book um, wow. I Have Orange.
3: I have heard of Orange. Yeah, you yeah. should
0: definitely read it's that great. book if yeah. you haven't read it because I think it's right up your alley. It's but excellent. so much of what you're practicing was. Kind of what she preached in this book, it was like
2: mm-hmm.
0: the idea that it all stems down to positivity. Like the fact that you are so sure that that person is out there. You're like, it might take me 10 years to meet them, but I know that they're there. I have
3: known this my whole life. Ex- I don't even know any other way about it. Mm. And what's the point of having, being full of doubt? Mm-hmm. See, all, if I'm constantly sure about I'm going to find somebody and maybe I don't and then I suddenly die right? Mm-hmm. It can happen. I may run into an accident or just become old and die, right? At that point, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But at least I'm living with that heart sort of yeah. optimism.
2: Yep. Well, yeah. And
3: you never know. I'm, I'm, but I'm pretty sure I'll find somebody.
0: It's just a matter of time. But I think a lot of other people, yeah. myself included sometimes, like mm-hmm. feels doubt. And I mm-hmm. think it's really awesome that you have that. And that's like your guiding principle in a way. And I think the other thing that she said, too, is like, mm-hmm. just live your life. Do things that like make you happy, not necessarily going on date after date if that doesn't make you happy. So Mm -hmm. again, kind of what you're doing is just a different approach to dating. And I like the sentiment, like I'm not here to date. I'm here to find someone. Mm -hmm. And it's really an interesting path. I think my other takeaway from this convo Mm -hmm. is like so many of us like don't necessarily want to reveal a lot on the first date or we want to like keep this social media presence Mm -hmm. hidden or like over time let people know who they are and I like I think it's awesome that you're just kind of putting it out there. I want to
3: say something on that topic. It's very important. Thank you for bringing it up and I do appreciate that you particularly paid attention to this is the most fundamental and most crucial thing in this whole process we have Mm -hmm. to understand what is love Mm -hmm. right love is a complete denial or negation of the ego you cannot be full of ego which basically manifests itself in all kinds of fear and self doubt and and all the negativity that we have piled up on you cannot be full of all that and still demand to be loved you're welcoming a human being into your life Mm -hmm. to they are a complex entity to appreciate who they are, to really understand their perspective, you really have to shed aside all your own conditioning and see what they are. To do that, one has to be very comfortable with their own past, and for me to be comfortable with my past means to I have I have owned my past. I am so com- confident and comfortable with my past. I have no hesitation sharing any secret. Yep. So I have no secrets. Which is the definition of integrity. I'm the same way inside and outside, integer. I'm whole.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Love it. I think my last thing, it mm-hmm. kind of plays off this, is like
2: mm-hmm.
0: until you know yourself and like know what you're really compliments yes. you, it is mm-hmm. really hard to find that person. I think what I've gotten from mm-hmm. you is like you know yourself, you know the characteristics of what's gonna click, right? And all the superficial things about like looks and. Other interests and like liking certain musics, all that's irrelevant, like you just want to go for character
3: Everything else falls into place on its own. You just have to find and focus on the few things that are really, really important. So I could have said, "I want to date a millionaire or a billionaire, and that would be some person may have such priority, but I don't
2: mm. like
3: You have to really narrow down and find yourself focused excessively on what is it that's that's you that is the most important thing about you right mm. character is fundamental mm-hmm. there is nothing more abstract and more essential yep. that defines who i am everything else is just secondary it's just i happen to be be born of indian parents mm-hmm. so i'm ethnically indian it's certain size and i happened to have seen a lot of Bollywood movies so I love dancing and <laughs> right all that is just all that is just how I got conditioned and yeah in who you
0: are up. is who you are that's right
1: yep. yeah some of my takeaways is I think uh, Julie already said this but what is your end game here is it to get good at dating which we hear it all the time I'm so good at first dates (laughs) I can rock this date I can talk to a wall well that's great but I I wasn't sure if you want this to be your full time job or you're actually trying to find someone to love so what's your end game here and be intentional about it intentionality is very important when it comes to dating Mm -hmm. if you go on a first date with intentions of having a really great first date because you you know you're good at it, then that's what you're going to get. But if you go in with the intention of seeing if, if there could be a love connection or a human connection, mm-hmm. that's a much different mm-hmm. intention there. The second takeaway is I kept thinking like visually, I kept thinking about l- parallel lives. And something you did on your website, which I thought was really cool, is that you wrote a letter to your future beloved. Yeah. And what I find interesting is like, you know, at this day and age, Whoever we find now, we've been living parallel lives all Mm -hmm. these years. And then at some point in your journey, you intersect and cross paths. So what if we were able to approach our daily lives every day as a way to devote it to our future, beloved, right? So today, I'm going to paint this horse because I want to share it with my future beloved Mm. because I think he would love it. You know, yeah. Yes. Or today, I'm going to go hiking mm-hmm. because I'm I'm working on on cherishing my body, and I want to share that eventually with my beloved. Yeah, and I like that. And I really appreciate that you wrote this letter
3: to mm. this you know, mystery woman. Just to appreciate the fact that the person you're going to find, suppose you're single, is alive today, mm-hmm. right? Just to fully appreciate the fact that she's going through the same kinds of things that I go through, the usual anxieties and depressions of everyday Mm -hmm. ups and downs and joys and heartbreaks and sorrows and to also understand that you're going to go through a lot together you're going to fall sick going to be old you're going to die Mm -hmm. one person may die before the other so you have to see the other person's death it should really shake up your conscience to see that this is not a joke We're, we're not playing a game here we're playing with we're we're involved with a human being who's very, very precious. There's no more, nothing more precious than life in this entire universe,
2: mm-hmm.
3: right? And I would even go to the extent that saying that other than having a great relationship, I don't know what else is more sacred. It will be extraordinary that person will know everything about you and mm-hmm. love everything. They will love your journey. They will love your purpose. They will support you wholeheartedly. Mm. That's, that's the loving and fulfilling yep. and wholesome relationship that... I know it's possible, and it's only possible when you let go of your uh, let go of your nonsense mm. and be completely open.
1: It, and then Truthful, that having right? that kind of mindset yes. keeps people away from playing all those stupid games, games when yeah. it That's comes right. to dating. It's That's like right. let's That's just right. be honest here. I you, yeah. What you see is Com- what being, you get. Right? Being,
3: being totally open, and with all these texting, that should I text her? Yeah. Or what did I say? Would you do that yeah. with she didn't your write future back. love?
1: No. 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 no, you would never do that.
0: <laughs> and I love this mindset of thinking about life with them because it's like it's back to that whole thing about like staying positive, staying like mm-hmm. this is gonna happen. There's no other way. It's not. Let you're me just, just live my life the way it. Is. Like yes,
1: it's... and you're just waiting for your paths to cross. Right. That Instead is of it.
0: fixating, why am I still single? Blah blah blah. Like <laughs> negativity <laughs> spiral, all that.
1: It's not <laughs> finding. It's crossing paths. I yeah, really I like think that's that.
0: what it is. It's almost like you're letting. Them universe come to you like putting it out there and like letting people come in
3: yeah you let the universe know what you want and mm-hmm. perhaps the universe has a way and a scheme in mind whenever the time is ready whenever yeah. the time is right that may perhaps the reason why i don't have a partner today is because I'm just not ready for it and I don't even know about it mm-hmm. and I know I will be ready the moment I will find you someone. should
0: definitely read A.B. Spencer's book this is
3: yeah like it's literally this is, everything you're saying. this is true by definition yeah
1: it is very much true by definition mm-hmm. and I, I I want you to almost repeat that because again what we hear is why me why is this happening to me why am I alone why can't I find someone it's so selfish centered right it's Mm -hmm. so like why me 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 the universe is against me but you're saying the universe has a plan here okay and i'm just in i'm i'm just a small small part of this universe i already put it out there what i'm looking for and when the universe thinks i'm ready it's going to give it to me
3: yeah i have to be happy independently right Mm -hmm. so when i am happy independently then the question of sadness or loneliness it all disappears Mm-hmm. And I know how, what keeps me happy. I, it keeps me happy when I'm doing things that are brave and different and, and pursuing my passion, especially at work or at, in dancing or writing blog posts that ordinary people cannot write. Mm-hmm. To be myself, that's the form of self-expression. That's, I found happiness and joy there, and I'm just going to keep doing those things and still exploring my interests.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: When the time is right, I'll find somebody. How much patience do I need? I need as much patience as much time it takes to find someone, and no more than that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just have to never run out of patience because the moment I find somebody, that will be all the patience that I ever needed in this process. Perhaps it will take an entire lifetime, and mm-hmm. I, you know, you never know. But I'm pretty confident it's it's going to happen. It's just a it's a At process. It's
1: going to happen as soon as the. I airs. would even
3: <laughs> I would even say I'll find somebody in 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 San Francisco.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't knows? even have to. But you're, Basically
0: saying if it doesn't happen immediately, then maybe that is just the universe That's saying the that I'm, I'm supposed not to be yet. on a different you're not path. Ready yet.
1: Yep. Yeah. So before we wrap up, I want to do a quick exercise. Something you said earlier, Ricky, was that you said people had introduced you to some um, a girl and you're like, "Well, they didn't know me very well." So whoever mm-hmm. they introduced me to, wasn't a right fit because obviously whoever was doing the matching didn't know you that well i think with julie and i was talking about like our non-single friends will always be like oh let me set you up with this other single guy just because you're
2: both single (laughs) and you live in san francisco yeah yeah, you live in san francisco and
1: and it's so frustrating because we're like you don't know what i'm looking for so let's do this exercise where julie and i are going to call out to our listeners about who ricky is looking for the type of girl we think that he's looking for. Just to give you something to push against. So you can say, yes, that is true, or no, that's not true. Because I think people should do this with their friends too. Like this is what I'm looking for, but you repeat it back to me. You repeat it back to me if you think you know what I'm looking for. okay? Okay. So the type of girl I think you're looking for, a couple words come to mind. Someone on a journey, someone who's constantly moving, and that's physically and mentally. So physically, mm-hmm. they should be active. It may not be dance, but it's, mm-hmm. it's just something that gets our bodies moving. Mentally, they're also on a journey, right. a journey of personal development, yes. getting through something, working through something, accepting something.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I sure. think
0: someone that has depth, someone that has like overcome some adversary in their life, like someone that understands like struggles and understands and
1: appreciates
0: you for who you
1: are mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. I would acc- second the self-growth 100%. Someone who's constantly working on themselves. Um, also, someone who's whimsical but grounded. So there's a yes. playful, whimsical, whim- ah, whimsical playful side to them that may be a little bit childish, cur- curiosity, right? Who's okay. like, let's just see what's behind that door, Ricky. Yeah. But also someone who's <laughs> grounded as in they have their shit together. Yep. They're not just like going through every door. I mean, like what's behind this door? <laughs> they still have a very grounded path, wow. which is a... Along the way, they're very, very playful with how they approach the universe and the world. And I think someone positive. They need to be positive. (laughs) Optimistic and positive, for sure. Um, Passion. Someone who's passionate about
3: something.
1: 100%. 100%. But I think people use that word a little too sparingly. Like I think it's just like, oh, everybody says, Mm -hmm. oh, it's just like passion, whatever. But passion comes from the heart. And it Mm -hmm. comes from the gut too. So you can sense someone's passion without them saying they're passionate. I think the other two I throw out there is
0: someone that is an open book, someone Mm -hmm. that does not just like... Doesn't hide things like wants to like put it out there what their past life At has been. At least
3: with me personally, yes, yes,
0: right? yes. On an intimate level, they don't have yes. to do it everywhere. Just to of, you, I'm saying yes. Like you don't want someone that's more reserved that you want them to like Never. be able to speak their to truth, be able, able to open up and not
3: feel judged and vice versa. In short, I would say they don't live in their head.
0: Yep, mm-hmm. they have something.
3: They just speak it.
0: Yep. Mm. And then my right. last one, I would say, is someone yeah. that is committed.
3: Like, 100%. and I think I committed,
0: I think can mean many different things. I yeah. think committed to you, someone that doesn't want to give up, like someone that is yeah. going to like be in this for the long haul. Weak- yeah. And
3: fickle mindedness are two poisons in yeah. a relationship. A person so, is constantly thinking that there's somebody else better out there. And I have a blog post with that title. Yeah. There's yeah. someone better out there.
2: Yeah. That person that is way.
3: constantly questioning that are they in the right relationship? Yep. They haven't yeah. yet fallen in love. Yep. Because when you fall in love, Great. that question will never arise. Great. Mm-hmm. Would you be interested in replacing your pet, for example?
1: There is no other there pet is out no there. Other exactly. no. I Please feel the same
3: way about <laughs> my dog, that once I had her, I, never, I lost all interest in finding somebody else. Yep. Yeah. We adopted Epsy is the name of my oh. pet, and I, I just fell in love. -hmm. I treat her like my baby, Mm -hmm. and I just don't want anybody, no other dog is ever going to replace her.
1: Yeah, it's true.
3: So, how do we do?
1: Oh, I have one more. All (laughs) right, one more, one more. You
3: are all 100%
2: right.
1: (laughs) One last one, and I I was trying to find the right way to describe this. So, I can only picture it visually in my mind, kind of like this word cherish comes to mind. Yeah. Someone who's able to cherish the moment. Because I feel like Mm -hmm. the time that anybody spends Mm -hmm. with you. you're able to wrap that up into a nice gift. It's like a gift. Yes. And, yes. and and you're always like, even your words are like gifts that come out. And I just want to cherish each and every word. You need someone who's willing to do that, who's willing to cherish time, who's willing to cherish their bodies, their mm-hmm. minds, their hearts, yes. and someone else's time, body, mind, and heart and as well. Mm-hmm. So that cherish word is, is something very strong for me. For I, you.
3: <laughs> I, I can relate with that. I'm so motivated
1: now. I'm like motivated to take this on into my own life, but also motivated to find you someone. <laughs> I'm you. very motivated. I think,
2: Thank you. Um, you
1: know, Julie and I set up our listeners on blind dates all the time. I'm pretty sure you're open to it. But, you 100%. know, anybody who's listening to this, you don't even have to go through me and Julie. It's okay. We don't We don't need the 25K. It's, it's about finding love and love is priceless. There's just, you can't put a price tag on it. And I, I, who I'm begging you guys, think about it. Who, if you have someone you think would be great for Ricky, please reach out to us or to to Ricky himself. And also, if you are single and you want your friends to kind of think about you in the same way you should always tell your friends what you're looking for tell Mm -hmm. them you're single you're looking for this type of person this is who you are and that way you can always stay top of mind yeah now that ricky's here like it's he's gonna be top of mind that's what i was gonna say
0: another takeaway it's like i think so many times like single is like Depending on how you view it. Some people view it as like a plague or like something wrong. Stigmatized. It's like I don't want to tell anyone I'm single. Let me like hide it. Yeah. Yeah. But if you tell people like you don't know who they
1: know. Exactly. Okay, Ricky, if people wanna reach out to you, tell them where they can find
2: you.
3: I think the best place to start is to go through my blog from where you can find links to my Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever Mm -hmm. you're favorite is
2: and give
0: us a website
3: the website is www.fallible.me
0: and we'll link that as well yes, but obviously. and then listeners if this sounded like you this description yeah, the that UA and i gave like UA said <laughs> do not hesitate but i would say read ricky's read website first. the website that's the because that's part of that's it is like you, yes like see if yes. this is the right person for you in that way and then mm-hmm. if this podcast plus that maybe it is the right time to meet yeah, but devote like a good two hours to the website.
2: That's <laughs> so, how much read everything happy. about Ricky. Read everything. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Especially the no secrets. secrets. No secrets.
1: <laughs> well, thanks again. Thank this you, was Julie. fantastic. That was wonderful. Thank you so Thank much, you. Ricky. Honored to be here. And to wrap this up. Stay, stay
3: date-able. dateable.
1: Your action item for this week is to find clarity on what your end goal is when it comes to dating. If your end goal is to find a meaningful connection, Also, visit the site today to see the latest about coaching, where we connect you with Datable-approved experts to help with everything from dating profile reviews, coaching, and even gathering real feedback about your dating style in a personalized and affordable way. To connect with us, visit datablepodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under Datable Podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe and auto-download the podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast player so you never miss an episode.